Gorbachev tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the broadcast. Of course, we are live on Sunday nights. My name is Jim Paris, and the main website is ChristianMoney.com. There you'll find all of my latest blog articles We have links there also to all of my social media. I am very active during the week on Facebook. I do a lot of Facebook live videos, also over at YouTube, also on Twitter. So uh, connect with us over at ChristianMoney.com. Tonight in our guest segment, we're excited to invite to be here for the first time, Lori Dishman. She's with the International Cruise Victims Association, and we've had guests from this organization on before. And the reason why this is so important and you want to be here for tonight's guest segment, a lot of people go on cruises and that's fine. I've been on several cruises myself. What people don't know, however, it's shocking. It It is shocking the things that happen on cruise lines. And tonight, our guest at the bottom of the hour will share with you how she was sexually assaulted by a security officer on a cruise, a major cruise line, and what the cruise line did after the fact to make matters even worse. We do these shows a couple of times a year. We're not trying to throw the baby out with the bathwater and say that don't ever take a cruise. However, if you do decide to take a cruise, there's a lot you should know. And especially if you're a a female by yourself, if you are someone traveling with young children, The stories are unbelievable and how the cruise lines are able to skirt any responsibility because they are considered to be in international waters when these kinds of things happen, how many times they don't screen their own employees. So the people you're cruising with that are actually working for the cruise line are many times convicted criminals, people that you should not be around or your children. And there's this false sense of security uh, that people have when they're on a cruise ship because you think, well, I'm on a cruise ship, you know, uh, let my kids go off to the kids center area and they're going to be fine. And uh, I mean, what can happen? We're all on this big cruise ship together. And wow, you you would never believe it. And uh, these stories are beyond shocking. And tonight in our guest segment, don't miss it. Lori will be here to talk about her whole uh, saga, and just as we've had Kendall Carver, Jamie Barnett, Dean and George Ananias, all of these stories with one purpose, to keep you safe if you actually do decide to take a cruise to know what you're up against and how to stay safe on a cruise. All right, next week we've got Dylan Howard here to talk about his new book about the life and times and death of Aaron Hernandez, the story uh, the book is called Killing Fields, and man, what a, what a riveting story. The, the, the complete backstory, becoming an NFL star, convicted of murder, 
uh, all of that. And that, and then he's, of course, he, he's dead now. Uh, the tragedy of Aaron Hernandez and, and the story will just shock you next week as Dylan Howard is with us. All right. We continue to do these shows commercial free. That means every week we just have a quick sponsor mention and the sponsor paying for tonight's broadcast is bitcoinworkshop.us. Now, this is a special course that I've put together. It goes hand in hand with my book, The 90-Minute Bitcoin Quick Start. You, you also, not only do you get the course, which includes all the videos, you get access to a private Facebook group, and you also get a copy of the book, The 90-Minute Bitcoin Quick Start. And I'm also adding another second bonus in this. This week, I just finished recording the audio version of the entire book. So that'll be uh, published to audible.com in about a week. And I will be giving away for free to all of our members uh, a free copy of the audio book, which means you'll get the book, the audio book, all the videos, access to our private Facebook group, a lot of stuff. And it's a great price, just 77 bucks for the entire package. Check it out tonight by going to bitcoinworkshop.us not .com, but .us. Tonight's sponsor, BitcoinWorkshop.us. Okay, tonight, uh, the top story, of course, is the tragic death of NBA superstar Kobe Bryant and his teenage daughter in a helicopter crash that took place in Calabasas, California, which is apparently about an hour north of Los Angeles. There are other... Uh, fatalities. Uh, we, we don't know the names yet. I believe there was a name mentioned uh, of, of a college baseball coach, but otherwise uh, a total, I believe, of nine people died, including the pilot and among them NBA star Kobe Bryant and his teenage daughter. Uh, what a tragedy. Uh, we're not going to spend a lot of time on that tonight, only because that's not really what we do. We're not uh, a big breaking news, live news uh, location for you. But uh, this will be a big story, of course, for the next several days. Kobe Bryant was just 41 years old. And what a tragedy for him to pass, as well as his young teenage daughter, who is a, a rising basketball star in her own right, and uh, just a tragedy. There are no words to really describe the tragedy and the loss. A uh, lot of condolences uh, just from across all of our all all sectors of our culture. Uh, the president has made comments about it today. Of course, the the NBA has been rocked by this, and of course, especially in Los Angeles, the fans of the Los Angeles Lakers and uh, current and former players as well, including uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Just a lot of uh, outpouring of love and prayers and thoughts to the family of Kobe Bryant. All right, tragedy continues as we take a look at what's happening with the coronavirus. The death toll rises to 56, 56 people now dead. And there are five cases of this virus in the United States. Now, believe it or not, a lot of people are still not really aware of what this is. It is a virus that spreads. It, it, it's it's kind of shocking, but it's it spreads through the eyes. So as much as it's important to, to wash your hands, we're also being told it's important to keep your eyes protected because this is where it, it's uh, transmitted from one person to the next through the eyes 
which makes it kind of unusual in that uh, sense. But also, uh, there is no cure for this. So there is no vaccine as of yet. And it is fatal. What happens is you end up with symptoms similar to pneumonia and you die as your lungs fill up with fluid from the infection. Um, not everyone who gets this dies. I want to be clear about that. But apparently uh, the fatalities are a very high percentage of those that can track this. Now, this all started the kind of ground zero for this is China and the section of China where this uh, all began uh, is being quarantined. And we're talking about hundreds of thousands of people that are not being allowed to travel. And we just don't know where this is going to go. It's it's uh, really uh, something to be concerned about. And there are already, like I said, five cases here in the United States. What we're being told, what you can do to prevent uh, this or reduce the odds of being affected by it, of course, not going out into crowds, uh, being sure to wash your hands frequently, uh, be sure to wear eye protection as well. And if you are uh, you know, aware of anyone being sick or showing any signs of the flu or a serious cold, you might just want to assume they have this coronavirus and take extra measures uh, to, to keep your distance. Uh, it's a scary thing, especially, uh, you know, for families with children uh, that get hit really hard by this. All right, we move ahead. Uh, Mitt Romney uh, in the news. Of course, Romney never misses a chance, does he? <laughs> to come out and uh, take the other side of, of any issue that he can when it comes to President Trump. So Romney is voicing uh, his comments that he is, quote, very likely to be in favor of witnesses in the Trump impeachment trial. Now, apparently it would take four Republican senators to defect for there to uh, uh, not be enough votes uh, to simply end this thing uh, in the next couple of days and be done with it and dismiss the case. Uh, if we have four Republican senators defect and vote the other way, then this could be tr protracted really, really for months, they're saying. This could go on for months, which to me, I hear a lot of arguments against uh, impeachment. Uh, a lot of people arguing the facts. Uh, should Trump have made... Uh, those kinds of uh, statements in the phone call or not, you know, I think it's much ado about nothing. But my biggest reason to be against impeachment is that, look, we've got an election coming up. I mean, how nuts is it going to be that we're spending millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars on an impeachment trial when we have an election coming up in like nine months? I mean, isn't that the ultimate decision to be made is in the election coming up in November, which is just around the corner. I mean, before we know it, it'll be November and we'll have the election and it'll all be taken care of one way or the other. But no, that's not good enough, because I think really the agenda here is not impeachment, because I think the Democrats know that they're not going to to get uh, get Trump, uh, get a conviction against Trump in the Senate. I think they know that. But the longer they can drag this out and continue to throw mud on Trump's name and reputation, they think the better this is going to be for them uh, in the election. And, and I actually think it's going to backfire. I think it's really the opposite of that. All right. We move ahead to Hunter Biden. 
Hunter Biden, uh, the son, of course, of Joe Biden, uh, he's in a real pickle, <laughs> as many liberals are these days. He is renting a home for $12,000 a month in, uh, I guess, the Hollywood area, Southern California, uh, rubbing elbows with all the rich and the famous down there, Hunter Biden. Uh, but he can't pay child support for his uh, the, to his mama baby uh, in Arkansas. And so he's being dragged in front of the judge, apparently facing potential contempt charges uh, in the court in Arkansas for not providing his financial statements as ordered by the judge. Uh, but just not unbelievable. I mean, I don't know. This guy just seems really sleazy to me, as a lot of Democrats do. The guy seems like a no good bum paying 12 grand a month for rent, but not you know, readily paying his child support obligation. Hey, that's what happens. You know what? Keep your pants on. <laughs> you want to go out there and do this kind of stuff? You're going to have to pay. And now he's got 18 years of child support. This is what happens when you go home at night with a stripper, Hunter Biden. And so uh, he's got to uh, face the judge, possibly facing contempt charges. But uh, it's good to know that uh, he's doing well. $12,000 a month uh, rental there in uh, Southern California, probably hanging out at all the swanky restaurants and wearing the $1,000 shoes, all of that. So good for him. And uh, it's time for him to start writing some checks to take care of uh, the baby he brought into this world. You know, when it comes to hypocrites, there probably are no greater hypocrites than those people that are pushing the whole global warming, climate change, conspiracy hoax. Um, the whole thing is just crazy. But when you look at these people that push this the hardest and yell the loudest, they are the biggest hypocrites. Uh, Prince Charles. Get this. Prince Charles flew 16,000 miles using three private jets and a helicopter on uh, some travels just before he ended up in Davos, Switzerland, to proudly pose with climate change activist Greta Thunberg. See, this is what I always ask. If we're really facing this crisis that we have 12 years left, the end of the world is coming, we've got 12 years, and all of this, uh, and all these people are telling me that I need to take public transportation, get rid of my car. If I keep a car, get an electric car, uh, you know, don't run the heat in my house. I mean, all these crazy things we're supposed to do to love the environment. And yet you look at people like Al Gore, who just one of his houses in Tennessee has uh, it's something like a 16 bedroom house. But then you look at Prince Charles flying 16,000 miles using three private jets and one helicopter, uh, traveling just before he proudly poses with climate activist Greta Thunberg. And this is what you see in these climate change um, summits that they have. They all fly in on their private jets. So either they don't believe any of this crap that they're telling us, or they look at it like, you know what, that's for the little people. You know, the little people need to turn off their heat and uh, freeze at night in the winter. The little people need to ride a bicycle and ride the bus and not use their car. But I can. I can have a whole fleet of cars and planes and helicopters and fly around on a private jet because I am a big, important climate change activist. I, I guess that's what they think. I guess that's what liberals think, which they usually do think they are much better than the rest of us. Joe Biden uh, weighing in 
uh, with uh, th- this big statement. I mean, maybe they're going to carve a statue of Joe Biden and put this, you know, on the Capitol steps somewhere. I, this 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 is like his MLK. I have a dream moment. This is the quote from Joe Biden over the weekend. He says, quote, transgender equality is the civil rights of our time. Wow. Really? Transgender equality is the civil rights issue of our time. Please, God, don't let this bozo become president. Unbelievable. This is where we're at. I mean, this is really where we really are, folks, in 2020. Joe Biden, quote, transgender equality is the civil rights issue of our time, end quote. He didn't go on to talk about the uh, drag queen story time or any of that nonsense. That'll be next. Uh, uh, you know, the, the greatest uh, issue in our day is more drag queens at story time. May- maybe that's going to be the next big quote from Joe Biden. Now, this was priceless. This was priceless. Elizabeth Warren is out doing one of her town halls. And she's confronted by an angry dad that wants to ask her about student loans. Now, I have to set this up for you because it is just incredibly priceless. You've got to follow this. So Elizabeth Warren has been promoting this scheme that the government would forgive all student loans. Now, I'm not heartless. Okay, I think we need reform in student loans. I think maybe we should do some things like uh, the student loan forgiveness program, I think, is a good idea. People that put in for public service are able to get student loan forgiveness. I think uh, making the interest rate zero percent. I think going after some of these colleges that are clearly overcharging students. We've had Alan Collins on here uh, to talk about uh, the, the whole student loan scam and all of that. I'm I'm in for all of that. There's a lot of things that need to be done. But Elizabeth Warren is promoting this idea that that the government, that she will take office and through an executive order, be able to just wipe out all the student loans. Now, that would be exciting for a lot of people. But but here's the big question that I have always had about this. And a a father confronts her about this. and, And here's what happens. He says, look. I worked and I saved and I scraped. I took extra shifts. I went without vacations. I drove older model cars and I saved all the money needed for my daughter to be able to go to college. In fact, my daughter also worked to be able to come up with the difference to be able to pay for her college. She made it through college between all of my efforts as the dad and all of her efforts as my daughter. She made it through college without any student loans. But on the other hand, he says, my friend, he took vacations. He had the new cars. He came home every night at five o'clock. He didn't take the extra shifts. And his kid went through college and only did so with tens of thousands of dollars of student loans. And he says, you mean to tell me that you're going to wipe out my friend's student loans. And she said, yes, that's the plan. We'll wipe out the student loans. He said, well, then look, do I get my money back? Does my daughter and, and me, do we get a refund then for our tuition? And this is the question I have asked all along. And this is the problem with socialism. It's not fair, and it doesn't make any sense when you put it under a microscope. This sounds all wonderful, right? Forgive everybody's student loans. 
But what about the people who didn't take student loans? Or what about the people that did take student loans and have already paid them back? I paid my student loans back years and years ago. So am I going to be getting a check for, I think I paid 20 grand back. So do I get my money back? I mean, where do we... We're, how do we make this fair? What about recent graduates that took the six-year plan instead of four years and worked full-time to go through college? Did they get their money back? See, this is the problem. Socialism sounds good, but when you try to apply it, it makes no sense. And you run into these conundrums, these problems where somebody says, now, wait a minute. If my neighbor's getting everything for free, why should I go to work? And these are good questions. So Elizabeth Warren says, of course, to the father, of course, you're not going to get a refund, she says to him, because this is going to be a plan going forward. We're not going to be dealing with the past. How that answer makes any sense, I have no idea. And this father was not happy with the answer. But these are the kind of questions I'm glad to see them being asked these kinds of questions, because this is the kind of problem that you face with socialism, because socialism sounds good. But then when you start looking at it in real terms and and people, you know, you everybody does the same thing, right? We wake up in the morning and it's cold and it's nice and warm under your sheets and you think, well, do I want to go to work today or would I just rather stay home or, or maybe sleep in for a couple of hours? I think most of us would rather just turn over, turn the alarm clock off and stay in bed. But you have to get up and work because you owe bills and you don't get a paycheck. But the more we introduce socialism into the system, there's not going to be an incentive because if in the end the government takes care of everything anyway, who's motivated to do anything? And this uh, back and forth is priceless. You can find the video on YouTube. And this 12 teams reportedly paid $25 million each to join a new eSports league that started over the weekend. Look, I, I sometimes, I'll admit it, I'm sometimes slow to comprehending these things, these new technology trends. But what I'm being told is that this is the next big thing, that we're not going to go to stadiums and watch football anymore or baseball. All of that's going to start to like shrivel up. We're all going to pay a lot of money to go sit in stadiums and watch people play video games against each other. No kidding. Now, I, I personally think this is nuts. I can't see myself ever doing that. Now it's the year 2020 and maybe in 10 years, the year 2030, I'll be playing this clip back for my show as I embarrassingly admit that I was wrong and that everybody now has given up real sports and we now all go and watch people play video games. And, and who knows? That could very well happen. But this new league is called Call of Duty and each team has five players and two alternates. And uh, 12 major cities are represented. There's even a team here for Florida. I guess they're based out of Boca Raton, Florida. And they have the hat and the jersey and all the gear. And you can go to their stadium and watch the team play Call of Duty. It's a real thing. And it's such a big deal that 12 franchises each pay $25 million to be in this new eSports league. Um 
Okay, young people, if you're listening, <laughs> if anybody's listening under 40, send me an email tonight and explain to me how this can happen, how people are going to actually pay money to go and sit and watch other people play video games. I don't even play video games myself. So I can't find anything that could possibly be less interesting to me than to go watch somebody else play video games. Who knew? All right. Uh, this in an Italian town, an Italian town is selling dozens of homes for a dollar each. I am not kidding you. Dozens of homes for a dollar each. Now, here's the details on this, because this might sound a little bit like, wait a minute, Jim, you know, I, I like you, but you're going to really tell me that, that I can move to Italy and I can get a, uh, a house for a dollar. Yes, you can. Um, it's a small town in Italy. And if, if my link was working, let me see. There we go. I can tell you the name of the town. It is Basaccia, B-I-S-A-C-C-I-A, Basaccia, Italy. And you can move there and you can buy a house for a dollar. Now, here's the deal. You've got to fix the house up. These are, this is kind of, a, and there's a lot of places like this in Europe. They're not having babies in Europe, folks. You may not have heard of the news, but they are not repopulating. They need people. They, some of these towns, these smaller towns throughout Europe, in particular in Italy, some of them are empty. They're emptying out and they, they just need people to come and occupy, occupy these towns. So they're saying, come on in. We'll give you a house for a dollar. The price is right. Most of these houses are older and they need to be renovated. So if you'll move to our town and there's uh, some details, I've got this on my Facebook, Twitter feed, all of that. Um, you can just find this by Googling as well. Um, it's from the website fox59.com. Um, you can get a house for a dollar. A dollar in Italy. And then what they're encouraging people is to move in groups. So they're saying that uh, if you, you know, maybe, uh, you know, a whole family can move, like all generations can move to this town, or maybe, you know, a whole group of friends all moves uh, there. If you're somebody that's good with, you know, remodeling and refurbishing and all that, this could be a really neat thing. Um, I thought, man, maybe I'll fly to Italy which I love Italy. I, I'll fly to Italy, go to this little town and uh, take a tour of some of these $1 homes. Maybe that'll be a nice excuse for me to go to Italy and uh, make some YouTube videos and put that up online. But it is it is real. Uh, you can get a house for a dollar. You'll have no mortgage payment and you can live in Italy and drink wine all day and eat cheese and have spaghetti and meatballs. What a life. And you don't have to worry about American politics. All right. And, uh, Two more stories here, and then we'll go to our guest segment. My son lives in downtown Orlando, and I was visiting him this week for my birthday, and he took me to an Orlando Magic game. So I was walking around downtown Orlando and noticed that they just got this week these new Lime electric scooters. And this is really neat. I You get an app on your phone. You, you scan it. Like on the handlebars of the scooter, there's a little device you scan in and then you pay a dollar to unlock it and then like 30 cents a minute to ride it around. And it's electric and it goes like 10 miles per hour. I think it has a range of like 40 miles before it has to be recharged. I digress. The reason I bring this up is I read a story this week about a guy who is making $300 a day recharging these scooters. 
if you have these Lime scooters, or there's two or three other brands, if you have these scooters in your city, there's actually a side gig that you can get to go take a one-day class and be trained. Then they give you the charging devices. And what you do is you go around and pick up the uh, the the uh, scooters that are out of ba- that the batteries have run out on so that once a battery goes dead i guess it emits a signal and if you're one of the recharging people that are approved you get a an app and it tells you where to go you pick these things up you take them back to your house and you charge them and then you put them back where they tell you to put them and one guy i read is doing this as a side gig making $300 a day, driving around, picking up these scooters, recharging them, and then replacing them uh, back on the sidewalk. Unbelievable, the the side gigs that people have going. And then lastly, we'll close it out with uh, Bitcoin. Bitcoin is back on the move again. If you haven't been watching it, uh, Bitcoin uh, hit a high today of 8,709. So yes, it did retreat recently, but it's making another run at 9,000. And a lot is happening in the cryptocurrency uh, niche right now. Um, I do this every day because I teach a class on Bitcoin, uh, but just for fun, uh, once a week, twice a week, go into Google News uh, and just type in Bitcoin and see what's going on. So many things happening with Bitcoin right now, and uh, the price is bubbling back up again. Uh, we're, we're probably close, really, to what we call a parabolic move, where Bitcoin, you go to bed at night and you wake up the next morning, and you went to bed and it was like 8700 and you wake up the next morning and it's $20,000. I mean, we're on that kind of a track again with Bitcoin. Uh, so if you haven't invested in Bitcoin yet, you've got a lot of questions about it, want to learn how to get started, you can even get Bitcoin for free free. And I talk about that in my book, How to Get Started with Bitcoin. It's called the 90-Minute Bitcoin Quick Start. It's available on Amazon. The audio version will be available in about a week and a half through audible.com. We also have the online workshop available. Check that out tonight at bitcoinworkshop.com. All right. Our guest is holding. We will refire the open and be back in one minute as we talk all about how to stay safe on cruises and some of the absolutely incredible horror stories, things that have happened to people on cruises. And these are major cruise lines. And then to what extent these cruise lines go to re-victimize these individuals by not doing what's right after the fact, uh, hiding security video, uh, using all kinds of legal maneuvers, claiming that they are exempt from lawsuits because they're operating in international waters, their ship is flagged in a foreign port. They'll use any trick or tactic they can use to not have to pay up. We'll have all the details on that right after this. We'll be back in just one minute. Stay tuned. 